Welcome to Conversations from the Edge with Service Logic, your educational podcast where we discuss the ins and outs of the HVAC and mechanical service industry. Find out how we can help you increase efficiency and how we deliver excellent service in the real world. Hello and welcome to Conversations from the Edge with Service Logic. I'm your host today, Tyler Kern. Today's podcast is going to focus on how the COVID-19 pandemic brought to light the technologies from a company called Global Plasma Solutions and how ServiceLogic embraced and partnered with them for indoor air quality solutions on a national scale. And joining me today are representatives from each of those companies. First, we have Scott Guggenheim, Executive Vice President of Sales for Global Plasma Solutions. Scott, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And we also have Matt Howard, Regional President for ServiceLogic. Matt, good to talk to you today. Thank you. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So, Scott, let's start off with the basics. Tell me about the technologies that Global Plasma Solutions can deliver and explain some of the science behind that. We manufacture a product that goes inside of the HVAC system. This product generates ions that are distributed through the HVAC system and out into the occupied space. The technology is called needlepoint bipolar ionization, which is kind of a mouthful if you have to say it quickly three times fast. But Essentially, the product is generating ions, and an ion is a positive or a negatively charged molecule. And those ions are released into the space, and it essentially does four things. It eliminates particles, odors, pathogens, and it also has an energy efficiency benefit. So Scott, some people might be listening to this and they say, hey, all of those things sound good, but I don't know what half of the words you just said are, <laughs> you know, you know, just bottom line, is this air going to be safe for me to breathe, you know, utilizing the, the solutions that Global Plasma Solutions has provided? So the answer is yes. And I'll go back to saying that, that an ion is a positive or a negatively charged molecule, something that you learn in uh, eighth grade science or chemistry classes. And they are prevalent in when you're outside the air is full of ions especially if you're near the mountains or uh, near a waterfall there's a lot of ions in the air so what we're doing is we're recreating that outdoor environment inside of a building because when you go inside of a building they get filtered out so basically the technology is recreating that fresh air outdoor environment inside of a building so Matt, from a service logic perspective, when did you become aware of what, what Scott and his team at Global Plasma Solutions are doing? So service logic, predominantly being an HVAC company, has always been very involved in the indoor air quality arena. And uh, recently with the with the uptick in COVID nineteen, service logic began to look for a partner to bring a solution to our customers. Uh, Scott Guggenheim worked with us at ServiceLogic. He was a member of the ServiceLogic family for many years, and he joined the team at GPS. So it was just a, it was one of the first technologies that we began to look at. GPS is headquartered in Charlotte along with ServiceLogic. So the, the fit really, really hit well from the beginning. And then when, as we began to study the technology, we felt like it was a, a great product and a great offering for ServiceLogic to take to our customer base. Absolutely. So as you do take this product to your customer base, what are some of the more common questions that you receive from customers about this technology and how do you answer them? Well, one of the questions that we get from a lot of people is along the lines of how do we know it's working? Because mm. you, you can't see ions. They're not something that uh, you can smell or you can see or you can feel. 
So they want to know, how do we know that this product you installed is doing what we thought it was going to do? And uh, there's, there's a lot of answers to that question. There's a lot of ways to measure the benefits of the product. So it just kind of depends what you want to measure and how you want to do it. And uh, some of it has to do with budget as well. So some people will measure that you can measure the amount of ions in the air. You can measure the amount of ions in the ductwork. So some people will want to say, well, let's do some before and after measurements. And we'll go out and we'll, we'll measure the ions in the space before and after the positive and the negative ions. And then we'll measure it afterwards just to show that the item or the, the product is generating uh, significantly higher amount of ions than what you had in the space before. There's also different tools and meters you can buy. You can measure particulates in the air. So anywhere you are, any, any inside of a building, there's a certain amount of particulates in the air of different sizes. And so our, our product is, is removing those particulates from the breathing space. So you can measure those different size particulates in the air at a given point in time, or you can trend them. You can do it with a handheld device, or you can do it uh, with a permanently mounted sensor you would put on the wall. And you can actually, if you wanted to, you can tie that sensor into something called a building automation system. And then you can, you can monitor that all the time. You can even get alarms if it gets into a certain range that you're not comfortable with. There's other things that you can measure, such as um, something called volatile organic compounds. Those are what I would just say are, are bad odors or bad chemicals that are aerosolized and they're, they're in the air we breathe. You can measure that as well. Maybe maybe something like ammonia that's in the air, and you can measure that. You can measure it on a, on a one-time basis, like a before and after, or that's something else you can trend permanently with different types of sensors. Those are things we recommend to the customers, depending on what they want to do. Do they just want a one-time before and after to see that something's different? Or do they want to have some kind of indoor air quality dashboard in their building that when people come in, they can see what is the indoor air quality in the building and how is it different than it was before? Scott, one of my favorite questions I get from customers is, how old's the technology? How long has it been around? Where is it installed? Who's using the technology? Can, can you give us a little insight into the answers to that question? Yeah, so the technology is not new. It has just evolved over the years. And where we have taken it is to make it safe. Um, and you'll find it in all different types of buildings. Um, so you find it in hospitals, universities, the, the gaming industry, hospitality, schools, airports, uh, we have about 250,000 installs all over the world. A lot of offices now, especially as, as companies are preparing for people to come back to work, we're seeing it spread in the retail environment as, as companies want to uh, attract customers back into their, into their businesses. So uh, of course, you know, we're in the middle of summer now and universities are preparing for people to come back. So we're seeing a big uptick in the, uh, the higher education market. So, so one of the questions that people ask us that we get all the time is how effective is your product against COVID-19? Mm -hmm. So up until recently, you know, we didn't have a really solid answer for that. So we've done a lot of third-party testing on our product and we look at the efficacy of our product in a lab environment tested against different pathogens. Until very recently, you couldn't get the COVID-19 strain of coronavirus. The labs didn't have access to it. We happen to have a, an aviation division and they make products for the, for the aviation industry. And 
they had access to a lab that had the COVID-19 strain of coronavirus. So we were able to get our product to the lab for testing and we got the results back and it was 99.4% effective after 30 minutes of exposure. So, you know, we were really excited to have that news. We were the first ones uh, in our industry to have testing done on the actual COVID-19 strain. So, you know, we share that information, but we also share that with an asterisk. So this was done in a uh, in an aviation uh, environment. So it's a much when I say that it means it's an it's it's set up for an airplane type of testing, which is a smaller area, which is a much higher ion concentration than what you would see in a large facility. So, you know, we're having further testing done. We're always doing testing and we'll have different results when we have a different amounts of ions uh, being tested. So a lower ion concentration is obviously going to have a different effectiveness on COVID-19. But we were very excited to have those results and uh, very pleased with the with the information that came back. It's important. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of companies out there with indoor air quality products and they're they're talking about their results but if you dig into the details what you'll find is that when they talk about how it works on coronavirus it's actually not the covid 19 strain and that's just something that not a lot of people are forthcoming with that data we also see just something that's going on in the industry People are getting bombarded with information about indoor air quality technologies. There's a lot of companies just showing up out there that they haven't been around for a long time. And what you see is people making claims about how their products perform, but they didn't actually do the testing on their own products. So they just simply take other people's testing data and say, hey, well, our products are similar, so the results are probably the same. We'll just use their test results. Interesting. And that's not, you know, as a consumer, that's not accurate. Just because you're, you have a product that is similar doesn't mean it's going to perform the same. And so we advise people to, when they're talking to, to companies, ask them for their test results and ask them if that was tested on their own products. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's really wise advice, honestly, just, uh, yeah, know what you're, know what you're buying, know what you're getting yourself into and, you know, ask people for, for verification that what they're selling you has been tested and tested on their particular devices. I think that's uh, that's an important distinction to make. Tyler, I always find it fun to tell people that it's installed in the White House, which is the truth. And I think that resonates with, with most people about the safety and the efficacy of the product. Right. No, I think that's a, I think that's a huge testament. If it's good enough to go into the White House and, you know, and uh, be a product that's used by the you know, by the president and the staff that work there, then uh, I'd say that that's a pretty, a pretty large testament to the, uh, you know, to the effectiveness of this product. Yeah, and based on Service Logic's eye towards maintenance, one of the one of the key things that we really like about the product is the the maintenance requirements for it. And it's a question we get from most customers: What do we have to do to keep this system operating at peak efficiency? Um, and and the answer is really simple: It's keep it clean. So the GPS solutions require very little maintenance. Um, some are truly maintenance-free, but I always share with customers that the maintenance procedure with GPS solutions products is keep them clean and they'll work. Um, there's no bulb to change. There's no 
risky maintenance procedure to go through to make sure that it mm -hmm. continues to operate. There's no significant annual cost associated with making the product work properly. Just clean it when you're cleaning your air conditioning equipment and let the thing run. Right. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. So as you guys are talking and, and kind of answering some of these questions that that people have kind of talk to me a little bit more about the education process when you talk to potential customers about these solutions, right? Because uh, what I'm hearing is that, that, you know, people that are making decisions on these pieces of equipment might not necessarily have as in-depth of a knowledge on indoor air quality as you guys have. So how important is it to, to get them up to speed just to understand the basics of indoor air quality and, you know, what this product does? Uh, talk to me a little bit more about that education process. Well, one of the most important things is making sure people understand that th this product is part of a portfolio of indoor air quality solutions that they should be looking at. So, you know, we don't want people to look at this as a, hey, we put this product in, now we don't need to do anything else. We say, hey, you, you also need to continue practicing the common sense, uh, safe practices uh, inside of a building. So you need to continue to social distance you need to continue with uh with safe cleaning practices mm -hmm. you still need to have filters in your hvac system to catch the particles that that do make their way back to the filters so you know this isn't just something that hey uh let's put this in and we don't have to do anything else because everything's taken care of in our building so we like to have a, a discussion about the big picture regarding indoor air quality and where this fits in so, Scott, one of the things that I'm sure comes up in these conversations is weighing that risk versus reward. So, without getting too deep into the specifics, how do you balance those two things so that people really understand the value of what they're deploying and they're able to weigh, you know, make that uh, that judgment of the risk versus reward? Well, it's really a, a very low risk versus reward. So, we talked about earlier that we're simply recreating the natural environment outdoors with ions and bringing them back inside. We're not talking about a product that has a high capital outlay and we're also not talking about something that you're going to have to make major permanent modifications to your hvac system to install so um in in addition if you're looking at the big picture what you don't want to do is put something into a facility that's going to cause a burden on the maintenance staff down the road mm -hmm. so that's the other benefit of having a product that doesn't have consumable parts that they're going to have to remember down the road to go back and find and replace yeah so for service logic we see very little risk with the product um, we feel like it is a proven technology with good documentable test results. We feel like the product has a proven track record with approaching a quarter of a million installations. And to Scott's point, we feel that the product is simply creating an ion, which is a purely natural occurrence. So from our perspective, there's very little risk. There is cost associated with the product, but to Scott's point earlier, it's a, it's a relatively low capital expenditure, and it's a product that'll last for years to come with very little maintenance. So from our perspective, we think it's a great, great product when you take a risk-reward analysis. 
So Scott, there are, you know, companies out there that are doing ionization technologies, you know, and, and, and what tends to happen is that uh, people tend to lump all of you together into one generic category, but that's not really the case, is it? So kind of talk to me a little bit more about what sets GPS apart and what are your differentiators? That is a good question. And we do tend to all get lumped together as ionization companies. The fact of the matter is the technologies are different. And it's important to focus on the companies that are safely generating ions. And what I mean by that is in some of the different technologies, you do have something called uh, ozone generation. And we want to stay away from generating ozone inside of a building. So GPS focuses on uh, ionization products that are low or no ozone. There's a UL2998 listing that we have for our product called the iMod that is for no ozone. So we're proud to focus on this technology and do it in a way that is safe, which not all of the companies in our industry are able to claim the same thing. And Matt, is that something that stood out to you about Global Plasma Solutions as well? Is just that, that that focus on, you know, on having safe air quality and things like that? Yeah, absolutely. GPS is, it, it goes back to our conversation earlier. GPS has the, the proof. They've got the, the lab results that show that the ions um, are, are disruptive and destructive to VOCs and virus and pathogens. They have the lab results to prove that they don't produce ozone. And they, as a company, have taken all the precautions to make sure that it's a safe, easy to maintain, and very deployable platform. Well, Scott and Matt, thank you guys so much for joining me today and talking a little bit more about the solutions that Global Plasma Solutions has provided and the way that you have partnered together with ServiceLogic uh, to you know, get these solutions on a national scale um, and, and explaining the science behind it and the questions that you get. Uh, so guys, thank you so much for joining me again today here on Conversations from the Edge with ServiceLogic. Scott and Matt, uh, I appreciate it very much. Thank you, Tyler. Thanks, Tyler. We appreciate it. Absolutely. And everybody, thank you for tuning into this episode of Conversations from the Edge with Service Logic. We appreciate you joining us very much. Of course, we'll be back soon with more episodes of the podcast. But until then, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to make sure you stay up to date with the latest from Service Logic. And of course, we will be back soon. But until then, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks for listening.